I've got my tea brewing. And, and uh, Why don't you ever brew it before? Well, because I never know when you're going to freaking do it. <laughs> That's the problem. Because you never, I, I try, if I, if I would have had a time specifically <laughs> where. But Jeremiah. Because I don't want no to There's no time like the present. No time. There's never any time. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Because, <laughs> you know, it's Jesse Spano. But no. Yeah, because I mean, like, she's if, on if, drugs. Yeah. Oh, no. She, was on, she wasn't on drugs. No, no. It was like caffeine. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> they can't pills. do drugs on a Saturday morning <laughs> kid show. <laughs> I'm on caffeine pills. pills. I don't think they're going to make you act like that. <laughs> uh, and then they tried to do a weed episode, which didn't age well because they turned, it's like, yeah, you're all the shit you're saying about weed is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reefer madness. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> I'm going to take a nap. You just do the whole podcast, okay? No. Mm -mm. No. No way. Yeah, too late. No way. No way. way. I I was asleep before my head even hit the pill. (laughs) Before your head hit Sumatra. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a demon. (laughs) The devil lives in you. The cherubic (laughs) face. I am your father, and I will always love you, but I do not like you. <laughs> uh, let's see. See, the, the other thing, too, is, see, I didn't even bother to boil the water yet. Like the, the water still has to boil. Normally, it would just be steeping. But as I said, you know, you weren't, you, you had to be all, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Koi. Yeah. And, and just and sarcastic with your answers. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go play Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four. Chart. Uh, yeah, Uncharted Four. So you let me know when you're done steeping your tea. Mm-hmm. I'll steep you. Huh? I said if we had a fixed time, man, I could plot it out. I could plan it. That's not how Good it works. News. Life works. All right. Are you ready? I was ready the moment I shared this link with you. Yeah, well, you weren't ready early. <laughs> well, and I never know because you're you're you uh, you don't like to share. You like to bottle it all up because you're because you're a man. You're just a you're one of those men that bottles up everything. Jeremiah, afraid of I'm a volcano of, of emotion. I know, you're, you're trapped in a last case of emotion. Did you get your little delivery done today? Delivery? You said there was somebody bringing something to your house. Oh, we got a new washer and dryer. Yeah, I bet they didn't wear a mask when they walked into your house either, did they? They did. I think they did. Mm-hmm. Now they're spreading COVID all over your house, giving it to your kids. Anyhow. All right. Well, are you done playing your little, your little gamey poo? The hell was that? What? It was like a squeak, like a cat meowing. It sounded like. It was my door closing? Oh. All right. Uh, let's do this. <laughs>
get it started or should I? Oh, uh, okay, I'll start. Are you done <clears> with <throat> your tea? What's that? Are you done with your tea? Well, I mean, it's I haven't finished my tea. I'm done brewing it. Right? Oh, okay. Welcome to the normal show, everyone. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jeremiah. Um, so, uh, you know, thought we were going to make it another week with, uh, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and start off with the, um, you know, the sad stuff. Um, you know, ne- nearly made it another week with, uh, you know, nobody, uh, not with us not losing anybody, but unfortunately, um, unfortunately, you know, uh, once again, uh, we are, we are starting out this week with the in memoriam. Uh, we, we nearly thought, you know, we weren't, we weren't going to have to do this, but, you know, unfortunately it seemed like, like last time, uh, a couple people at the, uh, unfortunately passed away towards the end of this week. Um, so first one I want to talk about, and this, this was just, uh, a couple days ago. Um, Caleb, are you familiar with, uh, Gregory Jacobs? Yes. I was hoping you'd say no. Cause then I could say, <laughs> I could tell you who he was, but, but I since you are familiar who he is. with him, but, uh, but Gregory Jacobs, Gregory Jacobs, better known as uh, Shock G, uh, also better known probably as Humpty Hump, was the frontman for the uh, rap group The Digital Underground, who was a pretty big. They were a pretty big deal back in like the early '90s. Um, they had a couple of they had a couple of big hits with um, uh, Humpty Dance and Same Song. Uh, they also, uh, you know. Uh, were the, the, it was the band that basically started the career of uh, Tupac Shakur. Um, but yeah, Gregory Jacobs uh, died at 57. Um, he uh, was also, in addition to being the front man of Digital Underground, he was uh, a pretty prolific songwriter. He wrote many of um, Tupac Shakur's songs. He also co-wrote uh, the uh, LL Cool J, one of, LL, uh, one of LL Cool J's biggest hits, uh, mama say knock you or mama said knock you out um and unfortunately like i was kind of looking up uh, details here it's it's kind of sad because they haven't really released uh the cause of death yet but apparently you know he was he was 57 years old they just found him dead inside a hotel room so and this was in, in tampa uh and they have not released it yet but 57 is still pretty young wouldn't you agree mm-hmm and I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just like, uh, you know, it sucks because, as I said, like he, this is a guy who was very prolific in the rap scene. Uh, if you, if, I mean, if you just look at his bio, he did a lot, you know, even before, like he, uh, you know, he, he, you know, he started in like the late eighties and pretty much worked and, and worked in the industry up until the end. Um, and, you know, many of his songs are featured in movies and soundtracks. And there's also, do you remember that movie, Nothing But Trouble? Yep. Like, I mean, it's it's by no means a good movie. Uh, but, well, it's got Dan Aykroyd in it. He also directed it, too. I don't know if you knew that. But, <laughs> and that's why he also never directed another movie again. Um, but no, like the Digital Underground was featured in there. And so you can see, if you want to ever see see you know like see footage of of digital underground you know in action you can watch that movie in fact it's probably the only reason to watch that movie because as i said it's it's not good but 
Uh, Gregory Jacobs, 57, uh, rest in peace. Um, the other one we have, uh, this is actually a famous political figure. Um, you know where I'm going with this, I'm assuming. Um, nope. Well, Walter Mondale uh, uh, died at 93. Oh, yeah, Walter Mondale died, yeah. Yeah, died at 93. Died at 93. Uh, he was the former uh, uh, vice president under Carter. Um, he got his, he pretty much started his political pull back. God, I cannot talk. One moment here, let me get my tea. This will all be edited out, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he started his political career as you'd be the, surprised. Uh, I don't know, I, I never listened to this show. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know, you don't support fine art. <laughs> I don't listen to any of my podcasts that I'm part of because I'm not vain, Caleb. But anyhow, but anyhow, uh, he started his political career um, as the uh, secretary, excuse me, as the attorney general for the state of Minnesota. Uh, then he was uh, selected to be the uh, to fill in for the Senate seat uh, that was vacated by Herbert Humphrey when he became the vice president for Johnson. Uh, and he served on the Senate from 1964 to 1976. Um, which of course he left so he could become the uh, running mate for Jimmy Carter uh, and served as the vice president from 1977 to 1981. Uh, he then uh, from there, uh, you know, in the future, he became uh, Bill Clinton's ambassador to Japan uh, uh, during the Clinton, during the Clinton administration. Um, he attempted to run for Senate one more time back in 2002 um, but unfortunately, he was defeated by the Republican, um, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't even, uh, Cole, uh, God, what the heck? I can't even read my writing here. <laughs> God. I'll take, of course, we'll take that back whenever I say his name. Let's see here. I was doing good there, too. Uh, Norm. Okay, I cannot, that does not look like Norm. Okay. So, I guess, okay, so he attempted to, uh, run for Senate one more time uh, back in 2002. And unfortunately, he lost to uh, Republican uh, Norm Coleman. Uh, after the loss, he then you know, basically spent the rest of his days uh, still practicing law and then teaching uh, law at the University of Minnesota. Uh, they have not really disclosed how he died, but I mean, he was 93 years old. So, you know, it's not like, it's not like he had a lot Lot, 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 lot. it's not like he had a lot more years left so uh you know pretty pretty uh, you know uh accomplished career so r.i.p walter mondale okay that, what next that's it that's all i got for what next um you sound really enthusiastic yeah <laughs> um, i got somewhere but let's get this over with come on all right well, I'm a mover um, and a shaker, Jeremiah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, big, big time stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I know we kind of talked about this. I got to close the, uh, the uh, Huffington account uh, uh, by four. Get those TPS reports done. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho, uh, well, I finally watched uh, New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think? Uh, I, I think somewhere there was a good movie, but unfortunately I don't think that's what we got. Um, because 
I, it's one I of think movies, it's better than what it was going to be. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those movies where you can definitely see the studio interference. Um, and just, you know, and it didn't help. I don't think it helped it that it was, that it sat on a shelf as long as it did. Uh, I think that kind of killed a lot of the momentum for it. Um, there were certain things too, like I never really understood uh, Alice Braga's character's motivation. Like, you know, she's like, oh, I'm good. But now, now suddenly I'm evil. You know, <laughs> it was like, it, it just went, it, there was no real build to that. It's just like, suddenly she's bad. I mean, is that character no. in the comics? Well, Dr. Celia Reyes is in the comics, yes. And okay. she's a part of the X-Men. Um, her motivation in that was that she was working for Mr. Sinister. Yeah, but it just, it's still, I don't know. Well, you know, you know what, though? You keep talking about Winter Soldier and how, uh, you know, the big twist was that Sharon well, we, Carter. We're, we're not talking. We're, we're saving no, it to the end. I know, but I can mention it now because it's the same podcast. Yeah. So in that, it turns out that she's the power broker. So are we where did that? Where did the hell did that come from? So oh, never, you know. Well, that, but here, let me air my grievances. Of I, I, well, I'll that's fine. It. I'm just saying it wasn't yeah. out of nowhere because if she yeah. worked. The whole point was, you know, Sinister always works on mutants. Well, that's and that was something to, else to genetically to genetically study them, and he doesn't yeah. necessarily care about mutants. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the other thing too. And so, if she build, was working for him, all that build though for Mister Sinister and and like a slew of movies, and we never got him. <laughs> it was like that yeah. kind of you know. Yeah, um, I was I was hoping they'd at least like show yeah. him or something, but yeah. you know, that's it was um, kind of a little bit like that whole like you don't show the monster in a yeah. horror movie type thing you know because it's scarier so it's more ominous that she's working for sinister but so then the, the other thing uh there's other problems too like uh do you did you ever watch logan or you still haven't seen that yet have you uh no i own it oh you? Okay. I, I haven't watched it yet though okay because so you wouldn't <laughs> have caught this um there was they actually used footage and, and this is another thing too. It's like, oh, that facility. The, yeah, there was like that facility was. Yeah, the, like the timeline stuck. stuff doesn't work out because they talk about how oh we're gonna be X Men. Well, that foot the way that they present that footage because that's footage from Logan because that you see mm -hmm. the thing like where Richter is like where they're escaping and that's that's supposed to be Richter who you know uses his power on the guard and they all break out or whatever. That's supposed to be after the X Men are dead, you know. <laughs> so it's like there's some timeline issue stuff. That doesn't well, make sense. there have been timeline issues with yeah. all of the Fox X Men yeah. movies. So, what's know. one and more? And I don't know. And, and, and well, and then also the whole thing with Lockheed, like because that was really originally like a Shadow Cat, uh, yeah, sidekick character, and then they they just well magic. Well, um, uh, it, it was kind of a magic. Uh, if you'll remember in the comics when Magic or uh, when Ileana Rasputin was a kid, uh, you know Colossus's sister. Um, Shadowcat gave her a stuffed Lockheed, mm. or no, I guess it was a it was a Nightcrawler, a mm. uh, little stuffed Nightcrawler called Bamf. Stuffed Nightcrawler. Yeah, it was called Bamf. <laughs> and uh, well, what I'm saying is, I think they've also depicted her with like a little stuffed Lockheed at at other times. Um, um, so it was kind of a nod to that. Well, and the, and the other thing is, so in the comic, are uh, Danny Moonstar and Wolvesbane, are they a thing? I don't think so. Wolvesbane, 
you know, she's very Catholic. Yeah. In the comics, and and um, I don't think they've ever depicted her as being lesbian or bi or anything. Yeah. Um, I think that was just a choice for this movie. Yeah, and because and it felt it felt forced. <laughs> yeah. Mean, like, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all about showing um, you know, uh, diversity and and yes, like she, like you know. But yeah. it's kind of like it just it well, didn't... Jeremiah. They were trying to break the break the boundaries of lesbians only being former straight women who became evil. Yeah, <laughs> like like Gotham. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> this was this was breaking away from those tropes. <laughs> I'm bad and, now, and creating I, the. I'm da- or, uh, I'm Barbara Keen. I'm bad now. And I'm guess bad else? now because I looked a, at I the camera. Know, like, it's I'm I'm a lesbian and guess what else I'm bad now <laughs> bad now and I look at the camera and smile because it's so bad <laughs> crazy I'm crazy and I'm bad I'm a lesbian <laughs> I'm a <laughs> so crazy. stupid Actually, Caleb <laughs> you just create you just you just created a show <laughs> that I'm going that we need an out pitch crazy bad lesbians. <laughs> I'm sure that the CW. Yeah, the CW will pick it up and like that. (laughs) They're crazy. They're bad. They're and they're lesbians. Watch out! They're gonna smile directly at the camera. Yes, and we can, you know, we'll we'll tell people, oh, we're trying to do this for diversity when we're really just trying to make money. (laughs) Yeah, when we just want (laughs) horny teenagers and old men to watch the show because they're bad, crazy lesbians. But anywho, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, like I said, I mean, I. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't, you know, when I watched it, yeah, I liked it because it was the most faithful to the actual characters. Yeah. Other than like X Men 1 and 2. Yeah. But, but all of the new X Men movies that were just out there, it was just like, why are you doing that? Why are you yeah. doing that choice? Why are you doing this choice? None of that is like the source material. Yeah. And this one, other than the crazy good lesbians, um, you know, uh, making Danny and Wolfsbane lesbians for some reason. But um, I liked how they kind of presented it like a horror movie. Yeah. I well, did that like was, that. That was the thing is I, I, I thought it was going to be more of a horror movie from, from what I had seen in the trailers and how they yeah. had talked it up. And I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't more so. <laughs> But, well, but how would I mean? I how would it be more so if they would have gone for the R? <laughs> but, well, yeah, I, I, yeah. you know. Um, but um, yeah. the the way that Reyes died, though, that was kind of she gets eaten by the she gets eaten the by demon the bear. bear, the yeah. demon bear. But I like that too, demon bear. I, I thought they portrayed demon bear pretty awesome because that's a big character in the New Mutants comics. Yeah. Um, and. I don't know. I mean, it was one. It was like the last dying gasp of the Fox X Men yeah. franchise, and and I mean, you know, and and, and no, nothing against like the the actors. I thought that um, uh, oh, what's her face? Um, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy was good, and uh, the guy from Stranger Things who played Cannonball. Mm-hmm. Um, although that was the other thing too. Is like I remember even texting you while watching him, like. I thought Cannonball was invincible. Whenever he's in his yeah, uh, he's he's yeah. supposed to be invincible, but yeah. I don't know, not invincible, but nigh invulnerable. Yeah, 
like the tick yeah um but yeah so i don't know i guess that i i think it could have been more but you know once again i think they also saw the writing on the wall that they're about to be bought out by disney so they really i, I, don't, I don't think they had the care to really make it you know um well to but, me i mean i thought everything i thought it was good yeah except that it wasn't fleshed out like yeah. It, no, exactly. it seemed it seemed like like almost like a like when they make those uh fan superhero movies yeah where where you're like okay this is good where where's the rest of it yeah you know like i want more <laughs> yeah well no, and, um, and that was kind of and that was like the that's the thing it's like yeah like there really wasn't development they, well, and that's what that was my my thoughts of that of that of that Alice Brock of, the, of Alice Braga's character is that yeah it's like Oh, one minute she's so, and then like suddenly, like it's it's kind of like that whole thing we were talking well, about. But like, but she like, wasn't really good though. But now, but she's bad now. Well, but <laughs> now she I'm was bad. bad. She was bad the whole time. I mean, that's not you that, know I, I, you the know. fact that she was work obviously working for Sinister. The the hospital they were in was called Essex Memorial Hospital, Nathaniel Essex. Yeah, or not Memorial, but whatever it was called, yeah, well, Essex. And, was, and, and like I said, they 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 had been planting those seeds yeah all throughout because like i think the first time you see it is in um days of maybe it was it days of future past or the or maybe it was x-men apocalypse because at the very at the very end of one of them you see like them collecting wolverine's like blood and it says uh essex research or something uh and then and then in deadpool 2 you have the the orphanage that was that it was like the essex orphanage or whatever mm-hmm. and you know and that's the other thing that, that's one of the things too that always upset me about the fox stuff is that every time oh the villain's magneto it's like can we you have a stable of villains yeah yeah like you could have used any number of villains yeah it's like they didn't really get another villain until apocalypse like what eight eight seasons later (laughs) and this like ancient almost unbeatable mutant was pretty beatable yeah and it was kind of like that was it yeah such you know they could have brought a sinister into that movie because he's always tied to apocalypse yeah and they didn't do it and that's i i don't have any love for the new x-men movies yeah x1 and x2 are pretty much it and even those i felt had problems yeah but but at the time they were all we had you know so yeah. I'm I mean, ju- I'm just looking forward to what Marvel was going to do with it. Yeah, I mean, and really the only thing that really saved that franchise were the Deadpool movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because you know that Brian Reynolds lovingly yeah. forced that into existence. Yeah, and has pretty much put such a put such a hold on there that Disney has no choice but to you know. Because of like the 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 fan base that he's created with that character, like, well, it, it's a no brainer. I mean, yeah. it was perfectly done. It was exactly what a Deadpool movie should be. Yeah, it was just like the comics. Yeah, yeah, I think it was almost perfect. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that was New Mutants. Um, before they will we... be missed. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll probably be be back within the next ten years just recast uh, but uh uh before we get into falcon and the winter soldier uh i'm gonna briefly talk about a couple of uh trailers that dropped 
Um, first off, I guess uh, Shang Chi, which I know you have, you got you've got a few issues, right, with with uh, casting or. Uh, not really. What? I you said oh, I just you... I just thought the guy looked goofy. Is all you yeah. know? Personal attack is. Shang Shang Chi is supposed to be kind of young, you know, like yeah. Jet Li back when he was in his heyday. Yeah, you know, and this guy looks like he's, you know, a beat up old glove. <laughs> really, I don't see. Him. I think mean, he's younger than us. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. Actually, he didn't me... age. He didn't age well. Let me look. Let me look at <laughs> how old. He... Well, because he's uh he was on some show or something, right? Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Let's see. Here. I don't know who he is. Because he's a he's a Canadian. I think he's like an Asian Canadian uh, actor. Let's see here. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. How old is he? He is. Yeah, he's he's in his early thirties. You know, <laughs> so he's like born in eighty nine. Um, how old? Is, how old is Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal. Oh, he's like almost fifty. Well, I know. So, I mean, that's what this guy looks like. He looks like he's the same age as Pedro Pascal. I don't think he looks like he's Pedro Pascal. The picture you showed me, he, that's what he looks like. You mean the trailer? Well, no, you showed me a picture. I never showed you a picture of this guy. Yeah, you did. That's when we started talking about this. Yeah. I don't recall. But the uh, point is, um, I do think it's interesting that we're finally getting, you know, a good representation of the mandarin you know because that right because the whole iron man thing was such a it was they, they dropped the ball and i that I, was a mistake yeah like i i am not a huge fan of I, well as far as directing he's written some good stuff but as, as far as directing i'm not a huge fan of shane black um i think he tells a lot of times he just like, like I, said, I think he's i think he's better suited as a writer than a director and I don't know. I, I'm I'm the one person apparently who does not like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I don't know if you've ever seen it, um, but yeah, that was that's the big Shane Black movie that everybody loves, but it's just really pretentious. Uh, <laughs> like a yeah, like Tarantino. Yeah, not even that. I mean, it's just like there's there's literally a scene where Robert Downey Jr.'s character is uh, he's he's you know he narrates the movie and he goes. He gets to the point. Oh wait, I'm moving ahead of myself. Don't you hate that when somebody's telling a story and they get and then they you know they get ahead of themselves and you're like, why are we doing this? And it's like, yeah, why? Why are you presenting me with it right now? I hate that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So why are you including this in your movie? You know. <laughs> um. But yeah, and so we're, you know, in in and when they do that in comic books too, it's annoying. Yeah. Oh, but let me start over at the beginning. Yeah. Why didn't you just start there in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not impressed by your starting witty, in the middle look at, of the story. Look at, my, look at my writer's wit, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, and, and when you think about it, too, like the Mandarin is really the mm-hmm. original Marvel villain because he was the guy who was uh, in, in Iron Man. He was the man who ordered the the hit. Well, in the movies, yeah. Yeah, in the in the MCU. Is what yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so it's nice that we're actually going to have a good, decent representation of him. And and I realize, you know, because he's supposed to be like the the son or the grandson of the Mandarin, which they did kind of tweak from the comics because in the comics he's supposed to be uh, Fu Manchu's 
uh, 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 son or grandson or whatever. And mm-hmm. that that's a character that unfortunately they did not have the movie rights to. Cause that's, you know, there's a whole, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, the movies, the, the things of Fu Manchu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, so like, they're like, Oh, we do, but we have like a character that's basically, him. <laughs> so let's just use him. And he's, he's been there in the background the entire time. So that'll be interesting. I mean, like, I will see it. Um, it looks like it looks like it's going to have some some good fighting stuff and like some good martial arts fighting. Um, I really hope that, and this is actually, and we'll get into this with Falcon and the Winter Soldier too. Um, I really hope, like with this movie, especially since it's going to have a lot of there's going to be a lot of fighting in it, that they will take a cue from the John Wick the John Wick movies and start shooting the fight scenes like that because I'm getting tired of the shaky cam stuff where I can't see what's going on. <laughs> and I know, and I realize a big part of that is probably because the actors or whoever the performers doing it aren't very good at, you know, the fighting stuff. So they have to mask it somehow. Um, but, uh, but the thing I, I love about, and you've seen, I'm sure you've seen the first one, right, of John Wick. Yeah, I've seen all of them except for Par- Parabellum. Yeah, prepare for war. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, but yeah, like how the way that the way that they do the fighting in that is great because it's like you see Keanu Reeves actually like doing stuff. It's like you, you like there's no like cut to this, cut to that. It's like it's all one shot of the fight of of this fight. And so it just, it looks more realistic, you know, and I'd like, I hope they incorporate that into this movie, you know, knock on wood, I guess. Um... But, uh, but yeah, another trailer that dropped, uh, well, first off, uh, did you see that? Uh, you you enjoyed Love, Death, and Robots, right? Yes. Well, that's coming. Did you see the trailer for that? Uh, the, the next season yeah. or the next anthology? No, you have not yet. Yeah, it it, it dropped uh, the other day. Um, I'm trying to remember uh, when they said it was coming out. I forget if it's actually. It, I forget if it's actually coming out later this year or soon. But I do remember seeing that. Yes, they're like they basically Netflix dropped the trailer saying, "Hey." it's coming guys uh-huh. uh, and uh looks pretty exciting um i really enjoyed that first one and the fact that which you know, i showed you well you told me about it. you didn't no, i told me. you i told you and you you were like i don't i'm not gonna like it yeah and then you called me up and you were like Caleb, i love it oh i'm yeah. so excited i don't exactly remember, what you said i don't remember saying that no that's exactly what you said no, I, well i do say that a lot uh, but, but anyway, no. so what is is this? Uh, is it going to be kind of the same, or is, are they kind of doing a different theme? It looks like it's still going to be kind of anthology. You know, each one of them is basically a standalone short story. Um, from the from the look of it, um, love, death, and robot and robots. Um, oh, apparently, okay. So, series two premiere is going to be on the fourteenth of uh of may and uh yeah it looks like uh, i'm just looking at the first episode here 
Uh, of course, there's nobody I recognize. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So it's come. It comes out uh, in just a couple weeks here. But um, let me see if it has a list of episodes. Um, but no, I mean, from from the from what I got from the trailer, it looks like yeah, it's just going to be sort of across the board. Like some are going to be you know sci-fi, some are going to be horror, some are going to be kind of fantasy and comedy. Um, just what, like what, before. Yeah, like well, you know, um, it's just various. Um, you know, it, it's kind of it kind of reminds me a lot of um, uh, the animation show, which I don't know if you ever or or spite or um. Uh, Spike and Mike's uh, Twisted Animation Festival. Did you ever yeah. see that stuff? Uh, some of it. Yeah, like, it kind of reminds me a little bit too of uh, the Animatrix. Yeah. A different animation style, but yeah. kind well, of the same. I think a lot of, I think it's got a lot of the same people Yeah, who contributed to that. Um, also contributed to Love, Death, and Robots. Um, but yeah, it's and apparently, yeah, it was a uh, which I didn't realize it was uh, Tim Miller and I think was it David Fincher who basically were uh, yeah yeah they yeah, kind of yeah Tim yeah, Tim Miller was a was a co creator and then let's see here where is it producers yeah da- yeah David Fincher and then uh, Joshua uh, Dornan I'm not sure if I'm probably butchering that but yeah like they were the they were the guy, like mostly Fincher and uh, credit to Fincher and Miller. Um, mm-hmm. which, you know, they do good work, <laughs> except for that horrible Terminator movie that Tim Miller directed. But whatever. Um, it's probably the studios. Oh, yes, yes, yes. James Cameron wasn't involved, so no, actually, that was the one that James Cameron wasn't. That's the one that he that he made that he produced. <laughs> oh well. Um. But anywho, um, and then one more trailer, which I asked you to watch, and you saw, and I'm sure you've watched. I heard it. Oh. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, were you familiar with the comic book at all? I'm aware of it. Yeah, see, kind of the same thing for me. Um, I knew it was a thing. Uh, it was. It's you know, it's it's Mark Miller who also did Kickass and Kingsman. Um, basically, the premise is like you know there are these heroes who you know, like kind of like who got their powers uh, like uh, 90 to hundred years ago. And, you know, after they have like kind of basically, you know, they have this leg, they have this hero's legacy, like they did all this amazing stuff and now they have children and it's, it almost kind of seems to me just what I can gather from watching the trailer. It's a lot like, do you remember the DC story kingdom come? Yeah. Kind of like the, you know, cause they're the all old is that, you know, you've got the old guard superheroes that are kind of, you know, they're that that aren't really active anymore. But now that there's this sort of the, the this new blood that's come in, and they're more aggressive and more like extreme and and uh, like they, they cross lines that say Superman or Wonder Woman would have never crossed before. Like I know there's a thing where I guess one of them in, in Kingdom Come, one of them just flat out kills the joker in a courtroom like just in the middle of in the middle mm-hmm. of the trial just kills him um and, which uh, you know i agree with yeah but because how many but, people has he killed because batman yeah. wouldn't just kill him hey there's a line he won't cross 
Hmm. But the point is, uh, it looks like there's there's something like where either the the type of like like a new type of menace or a new type of villain or something has come along, and they have to. It's like the old guard has to like they have to get their kids uh, ready for this, and like they don't know if they're ready yet. Um, but yeah, it's one of those. It's it's uh, part of the whole Miller World thing that you know because Netflix acquired uh, Miller World, which yeah, uh, Jupiter's well, Legacy, Invincible uh, is, isn't it? No, no, no. Invincible is that's because that's Kirkman. Oh yeah, that's Robert yeah. Kirkman. Uh, and that's, which that's you know, out on uh... Amazon, yeah. Uh, which I've yet to see. I'm still still holding out, waiting, waiting to waiting I haven't for watched the it either yet. What's that? I haven't watched it either yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the boys to drop so I can just you know. Shouldn't that happen at puberty? Oh, <laughs> zing! Uh, the show, the boys. Uh, uh, but anywho, uh, but yeah, so this that actually comes out, I think, pretty, I think, what was it uh, the the seventh? I think is when that so that so you'll have a nice little two week thing there. So you'll, you know, because now there'll be that kind of void, uh, of Disney Plus shows. So now you'll have, uh, Jupiter's Legacy, or not Jupiter, yeah. Oh, good. I said it right. I almost said the other, I, for a minute there, I thought I said that horrible, uh, which Jupiter, Jupiter rising or ascending. That's what ascending. Yeah. But Jupiter's legacy, uh, will premiere on, uh, uh, on Netflix on the seventh. And then a week later you have love, death and robots. Uh, so yeah. And then probably that, and hopefully that'll get you through, uh, to Loki, which happens in June or, you know, I mean, Disney does have the, the bad batch also coming if like, mm. you're in star Wars animation. Um, but yeah. And, Oh, did you see they've, uh, released, uh, uh, production photos of, uh, the new Hawkeye show where you see, um, uh, Kate Bishop. Yeah, you see uh, Haley Steinfeld dressed as uh, Kate Bishop. Have you seen uh, that? I have not seen it. Yeah, I saw that it was out there, but I haven't yeah. searched it out. Look, it looks pretty accurate to the comic. Like she, she pretty much. Does she have the little, thing? the the purple suit with the yeah. hip holes. Yeah, which I don't and, understand, but yeah, but no, it looks yeah, it looks looks pretty accurate to how she looks on the comic which you know marvel's usually pretty good about like you know doing the page to screen transfer mm-hmm. and i forget when that comes out like that i feel like that i think they said they wrapped on it but let me double check here we it's are more to say that we finished this movie in every way hawkeye um, eight episodes. That doesn't actually have a date. Does not have a release date yet. It just says 2021. So it's it's in post. I mean, let's say I guess. Well, I guess it's in post. Not they haven't wrapped on it yet. But um, so we'll probably get. I'm assuming we'll probably get uh, the um, Black Widow movie before we get uh, the Hawkeye show. Which that way. Um, uh, what's her face is care uh florence uh is it florence peg or how do you say her name who the one that plays uh the uh black widow the new one yeah it's uh Flor- it's florence and then p-u-g-h florence poe pew 
Pew, probably. Yeah, Pew. But yeah, so, you know, because there was issues with Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out before, you know, the the Black Widow. And so characters that were supposed to be introduced in Black Widow were instead introduced in uh, Falcon Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which I guess now is the best segue. The best it's going to get to us talking about... Well, speaking of which, I like... Um. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, but I do not like her portrayal of the Countess Contessa Bobessa Banana Fana Fofessa Valentina. Valentina. Mm. Um, it's too playfully sing-songy. Well, and we don't like I said. No, we do know in the comics she was never that. She was like I trust. I trust in Kevin Feige, Caleb. Well. I don't. Yes, praise. I do, I do, but I don't. Not but, in that uh, instance, because she's supposed to be like like Nick Fury, like no games, you know? No nonsense. Yeah, no <laughs> nonsense, all? no games. Well who knows? Maybe maybe this is maybe this is like the Trevor whatever version of her and there's a real one out there. <laughs> I'm Trevor or whatever his name. I'm trying to remember what Ben Kingsley's name was in that. Yeah, uh, Trevor was the first name. I don't know yeah, what the last Trevor, name was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so season finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or now, as we should call it, Captain America and the Winter mm-hmm. Soldier happened. Uh, a few you know, I, I was Im- impressed by the speech at the end that he did, because yeah. not only did he deliver it well and earnestly, but it was well well written, too. Yeah. And uh and it was it didn't it wasn't one of those hokey like oh I'm talking yeah. and I'm going to change everybody's minds. Well and and this is the thing too is like <clears throat> that, that really impresses me about well just the show in general is that this was done probably like 2018 2019 is when this mm-hmm. was probably all filmed like a majority of this was filmed. So this was long before the you know Proud Boys. Well yeah yeah well just, I mean I mean the capital a, yeah, Capitol Riot, thing. yeah, Cap, yeah Riot. well even even before George Floyd so before all of that and like yeah. and they were talking about it and now it was just like and yeah and like and now when it comes out it's just like wow the finger was right on the pulse <laughs> it's like no it was it was ahead of and then when they had to realize no this was ahead of the curve <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh but yeah no that was I thought yeah uh you had very very impassioned actually you know impertinent um and uh there's all also did you catch like the the certain callbacks too to the uh to other stuff like for example the the thing where um carly is fighting sam and he refuses to fight back mm-hmm. like that's clearly a callback to um bucky and and cap at the end of winter soldier yeah and uh and i do like you know uh you know the 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 moment to like where you know kind of guess it's sort of the redeeming moment for uh john walker i actually liked um where yeah. he literally uh literally throws his shield down it's one of those things like where you see him he has the moment where he can either take revenge on on carly morgenthal or he can save that busload of people and you literally see him throw his shield like basically you know symbolic it, it was it was literal and it was also symbolic where he just sort of throws his shield uh, away and then picks you know 
keeps the keeps the van from going over. Yeah. Um, and I also thought it was interesting that, you know, that that uh <laughs> that tinfoil shield he made, how he welded the you know, he you know, he, he welded the Medal of Honor uh medals to the inside so he would look at them whenever like made, made it where they're kind of almost like a rallying uh and you know a, a rallying tool like oh man i'm getting beat up and I yeah just, uh, <laughs> to remind him what he's doing uh it is interesting how like yeah i don't know if like people are going to like him after this but clearly like well, that's the way the character is, though. U.S. Yeah. agent is, you know, he's not Captain America. Yeah, he's a little more brutal. He's yeah. he's uh, more nationalist, you yeah. know, than Captain America. And you, you see that moment too, like during during Sam's speech, like you see the moment where it's like he has that epiphany, and like he he genuinely does. You see him genuinely have that sort of epiphany, and like the you know acknowledgments, like. Oh yeah, I guess I never really thought of it that way. <laughs> you know, when he's mm-hmm. looking at it when he's when he's talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and uh and yeah, and I mean, you know, you see in like, you know, they have him in but something was actually kind of pointed out was that when he was in the Captain America outfit, uh he, did you notice like there was never any white on it? Yeah, there was. On on the stripes, there was no the white the white was missing. At the end, oh. he has it, but when he had the when he has the U.S. agent outfit, yeah, he has it then. But as Captain America, he doesn't have the white stripes on there; it's just red and blue. And someone had pointed, the white stripes, huh? The band. Oh yes, uh, but stripes. someone had pointed out that because the white actually on the on the um, American flag. flag stands for purity, mm-hmm. and they're basically, I mean, and, and and yeah, so they're kind of showing him that he's not he's not as pure, he's not as pure a man as Steve Rogers was, you know? And so, but then he kind of, when he sort of reforms at the end, then he has them. So he's kind of, because now he's, because he's put aside, you know, he's, he's, which is kind of what sort of happens in the comics too, where he then realizes, Oh, what it's, what, what, what Captain America really represents. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I will say this overall, I really enjoyed the. I really enjoyed uh, the show because um, as much as much as I liked Wandavision, and Wandavision just I I my biggest complaints were one the episodes were way too short, especially those first ones because it's just like give me something, and two because and I and, I, and going into it I knew it was going to be a slow burn, I kind of felt like I was watching the 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 Poochie episode of Itchy and Scratchy where I'm like when are they gonna get to the fireworks factory. <laughs> um but uh but no whereas this one was very you know it's very fast paced um it seemed like every week uh with the exception of the first episode which was sort of like that was really the only sort of slow burn episode they had because you're you know they they took time to tell the stories of both where where bucky is where sam is and then by by episode two it's just like boom you know (laughs) Yeah, well, my problems with it were they killed Batroc the Leaper. Yeah. Um, you know, who's like a Captain America villain, one of his well-known ones. And uh and the the way they made oh, Sharon Carter's the power broker, you know, you could see it, you could see it leaning that direction, but yeah. 
It's just that's not her character. Well, like like I said though, they're they're having yeah, issues. Like I said though, what? It's not her character. Yeah. Well, and like I said though, there have been issues uh, where she had like in in the comics where she has kind of been caught. Con- like she's she's made some sort of quote unquote compromising decisions and done stuff that clearly other characters did not agree with. And like what? Well, like I said, there uh, there's Prove the it. there's the um, uh, there was the Wolverine Captain America weekly series that came out in the early 2000s um, where, you know, there is a, a team that, you know, she, that, you know, she, she gets, uh, I think it was a Captain America. Well, first off, like, it, it starts out with them hunting down Wolverine in a sewer, like they're chasing him and they shoot him with like magnetic bullet and they, they shoot him in like uh, Warbird and Cap are, are going after this team and they, uh, they call themselves the contingency and they notice that, Oh, Wolverine's down and he's not healing. And it's because they use like magnetic bullets or something. And it was keeping his, cause they were sticking to his uh, skeleton. So it was keeping the, the wounds open or something. I can't remember. It's been almost 20 years since I read the comic. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And, and then uh, Sharon our agent at that point, agent 13, is also involved and she's like saying oh you've got to get them they uh you know they're you know they, they're rogue shield agents and that, that i trained or that i commissioned and all this stuff and and eventually like they kind of through through the end of the issue when they finally stop them cat basically confronts her and says you know what exactly were they a contingency for which is a rhetorical question because they were designed you know they basically were recruited by sharon carter to kill cert to kill mutants if they had to, you know, <laughs> and like you know, so it was some shade. I mean, that was pretty shady. And well, and then there's also the thing where, uh, you know, we talked about how she was turned into sort of like a Manchurian candidate uh, by Doctor Faustus, mm-hmm. and I forget if like did it go further than her just being the Manchurian candidate because he she was like captured by him, and didn't like she work with them or something, and then they had to like bring her back and try to bring her back and then and then you know and inevitably they they thought they got rid of it all but it turns out they didn't because uh, i forget who it is that gives her the kill order and she ends up shooting captain america and killing him uh, um, america story but so i mean and they could they could be going for something like that but i don't think they are though because well, she smiled wryly at the camera. I told you this the other night. The only thing that was missing was another girl didn't walk on the screen and she didn't kiss her. And and, and then bad. turned to the camera and go, I'm bad now. And stop giving away, stop giving away crap about our show. <laughs> but uh <laughs> crazy bad lesbians. <laughs> That's all that was missing at the end of that was Thursdays on yeah. Thursdays on the CW. <laughs> oh, it, I just I had a problem with it because that's but, uh, well, and um, I mean character. to be to be fair, Caleb, if you found out that you made out with your granduncle, wouldn't you be? Wouldn't that make <laughs> you turn evil? <laughs> well, does she know that at this point? Because she's oh, been I mean, off. She's been off in uh, Madripoor. Oh, you think she would? I mean, I mean, come on. She had to have known that that her that her old uncle Steve looked a lot like Steve Rogers. <laughs> I still love uh, that. I think it, I'm trying to remember the. It's not college humor. I can't remember who did it. That 
that uh, thing of like Steve Rogers after Endgame, like where he comes back and lives with Peggy. Mm-hmm. And like they're alive, and she goes like, "Oh, my grandniece just had a daughter." He says, "Oh, uh, uh, Sharon," and he just kind of his eyes just get really big, like, huh? and she goes, <laughs> "Oh, she's so cute. Couldn't you just kiss her?" He says, "Nope, not even a little bit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but no, I guess as, as a whole. I really enjoyed the show. Um, and, you know, I, at first I thought, oh, they're going to do a, uh, they're probably going to do a second season. But apparently it looks like instead of a, a second season of the show, they're now, it, it was even on uh, IMDb today, I noticed when I looked at the the uh, news or whatever the headline or news uh, part of the site that they are currently developing a Captain America 4. Yeah, uh, with I guess it's going to be you know Sam the Sam show the showrunner of yeah Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to direct it yeah because you know the Russos they they you know they're they're out there you know they don't have to direct a movie ever again mm-hmm. pretty much <laughs> like you know, they've gotten it's like screw it we got the we got the highest grossing movie of all time who cares <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it looks like yeah, it'll probably you know more than likely have um, uh, you know uh, uh, Bucky in it as well, or or the Winter Soldier. Um, that was also well, that was actually something I love too is uh, the the whole Zemo thing where he uh, you know he, he, it makes you think that oh that they're um, you know that the that they're gonna there's gonna be an escape from the, with those super powered like the the other flag smashers yeah but that, then his butler guard. yeah his butler blows him up yeah and <clears throat> uh and so it's just kind of interesting it's like okay even so it just just shows you like the the complexity of that villain uh how like even in the raft like the 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 big supermax prison in the marvel mcu he still he still has reach you know mm-hmm. so so yeah i thought that was i thought you know uh and that, that was one of the things too that everybody's kind of talked about is how likable zemo is <laughs> it's like you you know he's bad you know you want to hate him uh but uh but yeah the the fact that it's like there's something weirdly charismatic about him like you know him dancing in the club and you know yeah, well, and, in in the comics he has ties to Hydra, mm-hmm. but in the show they haven't really done that. Yeah, well, and it's like, well, because in this, you know, in in this, like he was basically, you know, the, when they introduce him, he even says he goes, Hydra belongs on the um, chopping block, same as Shield, you know. <laughs> yeah, because like you know, because he, he's he blames Hydra just as much for the for the destruction of Sokovia. As he blames, you know, Shield and the Avengers, um, but uh, well, the other thing too is like we haven't really seen Leviathan other than other than in Peggy Carter, we haven't really seen Leviathan show up yet either. So, was Leviathan in Peggy Carter? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, Agent Carter. Oh. Remember, it was the that was who the the Russian guy worked for that yeah the 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 doctor or whatever in the in uh, season one. I forgot that. I guess yeah. Um. And uh, so, yeah, so perhaps that'll be something that 
comes into play in the next Captain America. Well, and, and you know, supposedly uh, Countess Valentina is part of Leviathan too. Right, which is part, part of Hydra. Yeah. It's like tied in. Own thing. Like they, they've worked with Hydra. Yeah, it, was, it was kind of tied in with Hydra because yeah. the, there was a copy or an issue where um, uh, you find out that she she was Madame Hydra or something like that. Um, when they first kind of introduced the character of Leviathan, yeah. But uh, I thought well, I thought Leviathan was an actual organization, not a character, like kind of like what Hydra. Or no, no, sorry, Kraken. Okay. There, there, Leviathan. The head of Leviathan was this guy, this character called Kraken, or Kraken, however you want to say it. And then so they had like this triumvirate. You had Kraken, you had Madame Hydra, and then you had um uh the the who's the blind guy that Wolverine fights? Oh Gorgon. Yeah. Gorgon. And um gives you the hand and Yeah, he, he was in charge of the hand at the time. So it was like they were all working together. Um Wait, was this uh uh Wolverine most wanted that during that whole thing or uh don't recall i want to say i mean it had ties to uh either wolverine or captain america the the thing where where wolverine became part like he got brainwashed by the hand and no it was it was after that it was after all that yeah um um but yeah well something too i forgot to point out uh you know with the whole uh sharon carter thing like a big giveaway and this was something that uh, which we didn't mention. I remember we mentioned this on the phone before. We hadn't mentioned it on the podcast that she was going to be the power broker was was shown in like earlier episodes, um, where you know and, and uh, apparently uh, Apple has a stipulation if you use its products in TV and in film that apparently uh, if uh, you're a villain, you cannot use an Apple product. <laughs> And so if you'll notice that when Sharon is calling at the end of the second to last episode, she's using an Android. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Because Androids are bad. Yeah, Androids are bad. bad <laughs> crazy bad lesbians use them all the time. <laughs> it's the phone um, of choice. Uh, but, you know. Uh, well, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that this also could be Sharon undercover. We don't know yet, you know. Who knows? And maybe that and maybe it's not Sharon, maybe it's somebody with a mask with one of those the Yeah, maybe mask. it's Madam Mask. Oh, but no, actually she was already once again we already used her in uh in Agent Carter. Yeah, but they canceled that so they can they can change that. The, the Agent Carter is actually the only show that the movies are, has really acknowledged. <laughs> In, in the film because uh you see the in um endgame the guy who played jarvis in uh in yeah the old Carter. yeah 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 you see the old him being you know uh being howard Stark yeah being jarvis for howard stark so that's really the only the only move the only show that they have really acknowledged in the movies i mean like because you could you could argue that oh well but you know um Agents of Shield had Nick Fury, but Nick Fury was on the show. Like he wasn't, you know, they, they didn't have them show up in the movie. So 
it's always been kind of like their their dirty little stepsister or whatever. <laughs> Update. Okay, update. There we go. Uh, hey, hey, kids. Um, don't know if you were fans of unsolved mysteries back in the day, but anytime in the middle of a broadcast, or usually when it was a rerun, and they uh, something had new had happened to the story, you know, or, or to their mystery uh, between the time they'd filmed the time that it had originally been released and the time that it reran, they would always interrupt it with an update. Well, guess what? We're interrupting uh, the uh, podcast with an update. <laughs> so, Be sure so. to say it's update every time. Update. Yes. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. I'll do my best. I'll do my best, Robert. My best, Robert Stack. Update. There we go. The top dog, big cheese. Oh crap! I just edit this out because I just remembered I have cheese and that needs to be put in the refrigerator. One second. Update. All right. I'm back. Put his cheese away. <laughs> But no, I literally doing doing Robert Stack reminded me that oh dude you haven't that's still in the grocery bag <laughs> so, so now I'm back um, but yeah uh, so old and moldy yeah moldy oldie <laughs> um, so prior so uh, prior to this uh, when we record we recorded yesterday and we were kind of you know we were we were debating on why Sharon Carter at the you know in the last episode why why are they making her a villain type of thing and uh at first I kind of looked at it was like well you know I, I just kind of accepted it as you know this isn't the comics they're gonna make their own choices and Caleb you were really upset by it I was I was like yes. I just had you know all sorts of vapors all day because I, I just couldn't yeah. let go of it yeah oh no I, I know <laughs> but uh Something uh, so literally right after we we stopped uh, the po- we cut when we when we finished the podcast um, I was checking on Facebook and I was scrolling through and I happened you know because I follow uh, rapper MC Chris uh, but you know also known for his Adult Swim work um, and he put out a he put out a post and let me see if I can find it just because I want to make sure I quote it exactly. Uh, it was a picture of the scroll queen, and he says, "Hey guys, uh, posting this for no reason. Bye." And it's just and then her. somebody inquired and was like, "What are you talking about?" And then he he put out the the gif of Sharon Carter evilly smiling. So, and and we know that there is going to be a secret invasion movie coming down well he put more out too did you see oh no i I haven't that was the last i really uh, last i really saw of it no he like laid it out like in word for word like this is my response to this is what i was talking about try to find that one oh yeah okay yeah well yeah it's it's connected to that yeah we're yeah yeah and yeah so he said yeah go ahead Oh, I thought you were gonna read it. No, I don't. I, long. I, don't I asked you to find it. Read it. All right, fine. Let's spell right, it out. Fine. It's tiny writing on my phone, so hopefully I can read it here. All right. You can scroll. Or, I mean, zoom. Uh, 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 look, essentially what he essentially what he said, like just because I, you know, I'm not going to read this big long thing on my tiny phone. Uh, that you know. <laughs> Do you have a uh, Derek Zoolander phone? What are you? It's so tiny. I'm getting older, Caleb. My, like, I like I, eventually, I'm going to have to buy bifocals or reading yeah, glasses. Yeah, be sure to pull out your readers. 
<laughs> I don't have any yet. But the point point of what he is saying is in the comics, you know, they uh you know they they the scroll anytime thing. anytime somebody starts acting weird, yeah, it's always a scroll. Yes. And so and... basically he we didn't think of this, which we should have. Now yeah, we're that was literally when you and I really started getting into the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, now now we're kicking ourselves that we didn't think of this. Yeah. And and yeah, and, and the thing is though, it's like Sharon Carter right now is the perfect character to do that with in the Marvel MCU because in the comics, uh spoilers, it was Jessica Drew uh Spider-Woman because that you know she had kind of come back from a long high the character had kind of was on kind of hiatus um and they bring her back and she's sort of like a at this point in time sort of a medium level character that nobody really suspects um and you know since they haven't really brought her in to the you know there's there's talk of them bringing her in to the eventually to the mcu and supposedly daisy ridley Mm, yeah um but they haven't done that yet You know, uh, Sharon Carter is a fairly established character that they can do that with because she's sort of mid-level. You know, she she has relations with government. She has relationships with the superheroes. And she can easily infiltrate. So, so and she yeah. kissed her great uncle. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, I'm assuming they're probably going to say at some point whenever she was on the run, that's when the scrolls abducted her you know um and and yeah and of course like you know so that also makes you wonder uh does this have anything to do with the ending of uh far from home because you know you see you know nick fury and that giant sort of scroll scroll base or like are these going to be those same scrolls or are these going to be like a different sort of like religious zealot scrolls that have formed their own sort of cell, you know? Yeah. So, uh, who knows? But yes, uh, that seems to make the most sense. Like yeah. they, they were refugee scrolls in, in, uh, Captain Marvel. So maybe there's like a militant group Faction, of scrolls yeah. who are going to, um, secretly invade. Yeah. Cause in, in the comics, yeah, the earth was supposed to be there. The, the, the destined home, home world or something. Correct. Well, something like that either that or they were just like oh your world looks nice and we no longer have a home it's ours now <laughs> like in uh, like in a, like in unbreakable i like your house yeah <laughs> i like your planet i'm gonna take it and i come in uh, no <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna do it secretly anyway then bruce willis shows up and breaks all the scrolls his necks yeah would be scrolls or scrolls scrolls i scrollsies scrolls scrolls skrillex the rapper yeah the dj uh rapper guy yeah (laughs) when they show up they well no they i was gonna say they they attack the world with a dubstep but that already happened in man of steel (laughs) wait for the drop man i can this is a beat um yeah so anyway so that that was the update yes so so yeah uh makes in that and that's the thing is like when you look through it when you when you look at it through that lens um it makes so much more sense you know as to why 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 she's suddenly now 
not when, really in, acting in, like in you're in that long tweet that was too small for you old eyes to read. Uh, he said something about her always being green lit, like mm-hmm. like being lit by green or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Or in some um, sort of Easter egg footage, yeah. she was. I don't know, and, you know something like that. If you have kids, if you want to read it, feel free. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> like, um, but uh. But yeah, uh, well, and also, well, the other thing talking about Sharon Carter, the 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 other thing too is that you know people kept referring to the power broker as a man, and I mean you could argue that oh well she had that that sort of whatever shield mask you know fake face thing, but remember they're also shapeshifters, so perhaps some of the times she would be actually just turn you know shapeshifted into a man, Mm -hmm. you know. So and, and let me just say this if that if this is true, this makes me happy. If they decide to not go this route and they're just like, oh no, she's bad now. Then well, it makes so much more sense because they they have to set up uh secret invasion here because it's when is that one coming out? That I feel like that's that's pretty soon. Well, I know, I'm just saying if they don't, if it turns out like WandaVision and all the fan theories are wrong, then I'm gonna be upset. But like I don't know if it's really technically I don't know if this really categories as a fan theory, but let's see. Let's see. Secret. Well, kind of. Is is MC Chris part of the Marvel Universe writing staff? In my, he is in my mind. Then he's a fan, and he made a theory, and it's a fan theory. In a doy. Sin secret. Sin invasion. And let me just see who's actually because you know they have actually started casting that. Um, well, we sure. know Olivia Coleman is in. Yeah, Olivia Coleman. Something. Uh, yeah, yeah, Olivia Coleman, she's in it. Um, yes. uh Amelia Clark, Sam Jackson, yes. and of course uh, Ben, uh, ben Mendelson is returning as Talos. Um, and then they've also added uh, Kingsley Ben Adir. I'm not sure what's he in. Oh, uh, the in name LA and Peaky Blinders oh. and High Fidelity and uh, what else was he in? All right. Well, yeah. so is our yeah. update. There was our update, kids. Um, enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there was. Oh, this was kind of interesting. Um, I'll kind of I guess we can kind of close with this. Um, I know we kind of briefly talked about it last night uh, when we were just talking. Um, so. Apparently, uh, you know, is kind of going back to Wyatt Russell. Um, they are going to do a reboot of um, of uh, um, Escape from L- uh, not Escape from Oh God, not Escape from L.A. Escape from <laughs> New York. Um, and uh, the person helming it is actually I'm surprised because it's let's see here if I can find him. Where is he? There we go. Um, it's uh, Lee Winnell who did the. Did you ever see the Invisible Man movie with uh, Elizabeth Shaw? You mean uh, Elizabeth Moss? Elizabeth, Not Moss. Yeah, uh, Moss. Or, or is it Moss? Or is it Moss? I think. Let me see. Well, here's a here's a clip. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth, from... Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you ever see that? Uh, no, not yet. It was actually really good. Um, I. Uh, I was actually impressed with it because, and and extremely low budget. Like you could tell, like it, they they did. There wasn't really a lot of like special. There was not a huge special effects budget, and what they did with it was pretty good. And, they, and instead of making it sort of a 
you know, it was more of a sci-fi twist as a like, like kind of like a technological sci-fi twist as opposed to, um, you know, the the oh he drank a potion or he some some science experiment made him this way, um, and uh, and yeah, it's it's really about it's about this um, a character that Elizabeth Moss plays who is in a, a abusive relationship with this guy who's like a tech billionaire guy. And to the point where she's basically he lives on like this sort of compound that she's trapped in, you know. And so she gets out of it, and and he uh, dies under whatever circum mysterious circumstances, and leaves everything to her. Under you know, and uh, under the stipulation that she's like mentally competent to do it, and of course, so somehow this something invisible is trying to make it look like she's insane and basically making her go insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's done, it was done really well. And I was impressed with it, but they're, so they're getting Lee Whannell, uh, who, uh, like I said, who did that movie to try to, to try to come up with the, the new escape from uh, New York reboot. And someone had asked him, uh, who, who would you cast as Snake Plissken? And I guess he said, well, the obvious choice is Wyatt Russell. Well, that got back to Wyatt Russell, and Wyatt Russell said basically no way in hell, you know, <laughs> because one, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, I'm not my daddy. Yeah, well, there's that. There's the, I'm not my dad, but then he even says like, that's such an iconic role. He's like, I don't think anybody, you know, because it is probably arguably one of Kurt Russell's most well-known roles, if not the most. It's like because I don't think anybody could play that. Um, and what I kind of thought that kind of gave me the idea of like this would be like my pitch for a a Escape from New York reboot is uh, just ca- like do old man Pliskin, basically because I mean he's still I mean he's and in call a- it that call it old man Pliskin yeah and uh, um, because I mean you could still I mean if, I mean if, if Sylvester Stallone who is mind you five years older than Kurt Russell. <laughs> can still play Rambo, then I think Kurt Russell should, should, should get one more bite at the apple. Uh, you know, well, one last one. But who's to say he wants to? Yeah. Well, and, and I know like he's like kind of talked about retiring, but but no, here's here's my idea. It's like kind of go kind of like what they did with The Rock, like where, you know, he's buried, in, you know, like, well, first off, uh, omit Escape from L.A. Pretend Escape from L.A. never happened because that, movie is terrible i don't know if when the last time you saw it or if you've ever seen it it's like god awful god awful movie with a really good soundtrack basically (laughs) um and uh anyhow uh so i have it where like you know he's buried in some prison somewhere and you know whatever situation happens in new york where they need you know they need somebody who's been there they need somebody who knows it and so you know it's like it'd be like him and like a special ops team and you have sort of like the guy that he's teamed up with is sort of a, you know, like, Oh, like he believes in the government type of bullshit. Like he, he's kind of what, what snake Plissken was when, cause you know, he's, he's supposed to be a former soldier. So it's like, he's what he was whenever he was younger and, you know, they get dropped in there. Of course, like most of the team gets killed or whatever. So it's just the two of them trying to do this. And then you could have it set it up, by the end, like after they 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 do their mission or whatever, 
either Snake Plissken die, like sacrifices himself or dies, and then, or or just decides, you know, Mark, or he makes it out and is like, I'm done with this kid. And then, like, the, the you know, the, the guy that's like the younger version of him now adopts his philosophy and then just sort of, then he becomes the new, like, you know, the new Snake Plissken esque type character. And if you wanted to do a franchise, then you follow that character. Mm-hmm. You know so that would be the way I do it. And you know, like I said, I mean, I think you, you, you know, you could have, you could believably have Kurt Russell, just, you know, get him into, you know, you know, get him into Mark Hamill shape, you know, like they did for, like they did for Mark Hamill for star Wars. Um, you know, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, just have him do like that one movie and as old man, as old man snake or old man Pliskin. And then, after that, you know, then he, you know, he either, like I said, he either sacrifices himself by the end or he just, he just kind of goes off and lives his life. And then, and then you, for the rest of the time, you follow this other guy now who's become sort of a, a mercenary outlaw type person, like what he was. <laughs> so that's my, that's how I would do it. But I don't know. How about hmm. you? Yeah, I'd do it that way too. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, but no, um, but no, it, and it's it's never a good sign though when even the director says, "I don't know how I'm going to make this movie." <laughs> so we're in for the surprise, kids. <laughs> you like the Arliss? Arliss, <laughs> all right, kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, you got anything else? No, we're no. way over time. Yeah, well, well, like you did steep your tea for a while, though. And and you know that intro, you know, <laughs> we we can you know had to redo the had to redo the. We didn't the, have to, but you. Yeah, but it sounded like crap, and I didn't like what <coughs> I, I didn't like. Like I said, it wasn't so much wasn't you; it was me. Like I didn't like the way I was hey, presenting it. It's not you; it's me. Yeah. I invented it's not you; it's me. All right, fine. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> And I laughed and laughed. laughed. (laughs) Haven't you done enough to these people? (laughs) We've got to go on foot from here. And I love how they're like, like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's no prickly feet. There's no Snoopy. Oh, and that goes into the solarium. Another solarium? Yes, I have two solariums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we, uh, of course, if we go in the car, we've uh, we're going all the way to the Hamptons. <laughs> Let's go, George. You want to get uh, all right? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Costanza. <laughs> All right. Well, wrap her up. All right. Well, uh, so once again. Uh, oh, and before you do, I'm not doing the share thing. I'm why? done with the share thing. Do why? I'm done because it's dumb. Oh, you're dumb. No, it's dumb. We're not doing it. Why? Why? Just talk about sharing. I don't want to talk about sharing now because you've ruined it. You made me all depressed. Good. But hey, um, if you folks like this show, <laughs> please, by all means, um, remember, you know, and Mother's Day is coming up, and I'm sure 
of course, by the time this gets on the air, Mother's Day will probably be it'll probably be Father's <laughs> Day. Uh, yeah. So either either Mother's or Father's Day, you know, uh, you know, you you can you can give them the give them the gift of two guys talking about the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, <laughs> like, Your mother will love it. No. <laughs> more than flowers oh but but yes if you like it if you love what we do here uh, and you want to hear more just uh, remember to like uh subscribe and most importantly what do they need to do caleb i said i'm not doing this come on do it just not doing it tell them no tell them what they gotta do what are they not doing it what do they gotta do caleb not doing it come on not doing it Caleb, come on, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Come on. I'm not doing it. Well, what Caleb really means to say is share. So share it. Because we care. (laughs) And that's the show. Thanks for listening. I've been Jeremiah. Yes, you have. Yes. And you've been a pain in my butt. Uh, (laughs) 